DW. This will be high season for tourism at Maasai Mara Game Reserve. But this year, COVID-19 has kept away the consumers of the wonders of nature. The silence here is loud, and even the animals seem to have noticed the absence of people. Only the birds chirping merry little tunes break the silence. Roads inside this game reserve were once full of hundreds of tour vehicles. But since the first case of COVID-19 in Kenya, not a single tourist has visited. The roads are slowly fading as grass grows over them. And now the animals have been left at peace, with the reserve all to themselves. Absent to the intrusion of humans, the pandemic has given wildlife a welcome break says Samuel Tunai, the governor of Narok County, where Maasai Mara is located. There are so many vehicles all over. There are so many human beings taking pictures, people leaving some time, breaking the park rules, driving right into the animal vehicles around, for example, lions or a rhino and so forth. You know, harassment of wildlife. There was a big harassment of wildlife. Now, that is gone. There is no tourist. There is no vehicle in the Mara. So the animal is roaming, is having a field day. Wildlife has now taken over the many closed camps and lodges. Monkeys, gazelles and other herbivores sit on tables and swim in pools once intended for tourists. Although wildlife is getting a reprieve, the pandemic has been terrible for workers who have been laid off, including park rangers. There has been a surge in poaching due to reduced law enforcement in areas where wildlife is protected. This poaching even reportedly involves some community rangers who take advantage of their familiarity with park routes. Locals are relying on game bushmeat because there are no jobs and they need to put food on the table, they say. John Tanui, a ranger at Lewa Conservancy, has witnessed the poaching being done. He describes the main animals being targeted. I would say it's a big five, that is the elephants, uh, buffaloes, and even they'll go for lions. Once these guys are idle, they don't have a job, they want an income, they may want to try other things like maybe poaching a rhino, poaching an elephant for their living. Even giraffes, rarely targeted due to their height and fast speed, are being hunted. The locals, who used to protect these animals as they roamed in their natural environment, are now turning their backs as hunger bites. Casty Smith the project administrator, David Sheldrick Wildlife Trust, which cares for orphaned elephants, describes this as a ripple effect due to job losses in the wildlife conservation sector. 
Sadly, we are seeing an increase in illegal activities, including bushmeat, and methods such as using wire snares don't discriminate amongst the species they target. So endangered animals such as elephants, the babies behind me, and giraffes can get caught in the fray. Jen Koyin, a bead weaver from the Maasai community next to the reserve, says that more than 200 people from her village of about 400 were employed indirectly by tourism. She herself created trademark Maasai woven beaded necklaces, baskets, and clothes, which she sold to tourists. Now people like her have no way to earn a living, so some are resorting to hunting wildlife. Koyin explains why. I've only heard about the coronavirus on the radio. We used to make ornaments and weave clothes, which we then sold to tourists to earn a living and school our children. Right now, there isn't even a single tourist. In a day, I used to make around $50. The tourism business has been a blessing to us from God. You show your merchandise outside, the tourists come and buy what they like. Without them, we're really suffering. Even getting food has become a problem. Children are no longer in school, and we have nothing to eat. Measures employed to curb the spread of the coronavirus, including stay-at-home orders and travel bans, have constricted the Kenya tourism industry considerably. This has completely brought tourism to a standstill. While the wild animals in Kenyan parks may benefit from the minimal human interference, those communities living outside are not pleased. President Uhuru Kenyatta says his government is planning to inject 2 billion Kenya shillings or roughly 19 million US dollars into the tourism industry so as to help save the country's wild animals. The tourism component of the stimulus program will also engage 5,500 community scouts under the Kenya Wildlife Service at a cost of Kenya shillings 1 billion. Additionally, support will be made available to approximately 160 community conservancies at a cost of another 1 billion Kenya shillings. Tourism is Kenya's third largest source of foreign income after tea and horticulture exports. Some in the tourism industry believe the pandemic has been good for nature and the environment. Even after the disease has hopefully been conquered, that sanity and privacy protecting wild animals from us humans will continue. Brian Heath, CEO of Mara Triangle Reserve, reflects on potential long-term benefits. I foresee that it'll probably reorganize tourism within the Mara. I think that we'll see a number of camps closing. In a way, this may be a good thing. It may be an opportunity for us to right some of the perceived wrongs with the Mara, over-tourism, over overcrowding. While COVID-19 has choked down funding for the conservation of wild animals, those animals can enjoy less interference from people if they can escape hunting for bushmeat. It is a reminder that we humans are not the only ones affected by COVID-19.
For DW from the floor of the Great Rift Valley, I am Andrew Wasike. DW.